This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Dr. Adam Default, um, Superintendent of our Catholic Schools here in the Diocese of Columbus. Welcome, Adam. Thanks, Father Adam. Good to be here. Yeah, Thanks great to have you. Great to have you. Um, Adam and I um, both work in the diocesan offices, and very often I get either his emails or he gets mine <laughs> because people don't read our full last names when they start typing, so... Um, Too many Adams in the diocesan office. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and we rejoice in your gift of life and truth. O oh Lord, we know that um, you have given us Jesus Christ, your Son, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Help us to draw ever closer to him through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So, Adam, I wanted to talk to you um, about this new instruction from the Congregation of Catholic Education on our, our Catholic schools. And, you know, um, it's, a, it's a really interesting document. When I saw it, there's a, a lot of important themes in it that match, I think, what um, you and really throughout the whole Diocese of Columbus we've been focusing on, especially, you know, evangelization, disciple formation, um, kind of authentic Catholic schools and what that means. So, you know, I wanted to kind of get your take on on all of this. So maybe what are your initial reactions to, to this document? Sure. Well, this document came out a um, few weeks ago, a few months ago, and um, it is from the Congregation for Catholic Education, as you said, and uh, the title of it is actually The Identity of the Catholic School for a Culture of Dialogue. And uh, it's short, and as far as Vatican uh, documents tend to go, but it's dense, and there's a lot in here that um, it sort of pulls from the teachings of the church and other church documents and puts it all in one place to describe what a Catholic school is. And you're right, there are a lot of parallels to the work that we're doing, to the work that's happening in our diocese, and so a great deal of it was very affirming. There was nothing in here that you look at and say, wow, that's totally new. No one, I never knew that before. Uh, in many ways, it reads like a, a greatest hits of church teaching on Catholic education. But it does hit some very strong themes. Um, talks about what is, truly, what is a truly Catholic school? What does it mean to be authentically Catholic in your education? It stresses the importance of hiring for mission and hiring staff and personnel who are witnesses. It talks about the importance of every staff member, every person in a Catholic school toward uh, providing that witness and that living example of what it means to be a Christian. It talks about uh, evangelization and how the schools fit into the church's role of evangelizing and how they can be a force for, uh, for good in our church. So a lot in here that's really great to see, very yeah. affirming. And we'll um, spend a couple um, section segments together, you know, talking about kind of the content. But and I think even from that kind of how we're seeing some of these things already unfolding in the life of our Catholic schools here in the Diocese of Columbus. But a little bit of background, you know. So um, first of all, the Congregation of Catholic Education. So there are these uh, curial offices. You know, there's all all kinds. Um, 
you know, there's one for the new evangelization, one for the propagation of the faith. Of course, they've all restructured them. Pope Francis recently restructured them all. So, but one of these is Catholic education, which works with, um, at, at times with seminaries, with Catholic universities, and then also with our Catholic schools, you know, K through eight schools around the world. And, you know, obviously there are, there are different forms and versions of Catholic schools. There's the parochial school, which we're very familiar with here in America. Um, there are diocesan high schools, but there are also kind of independent high schools run by a religious order, um, and even elementary schools um, run by, um, you know, religious orders, independent of the diocese. And, and most of all, really all of our schools are either parochial or diocesan. For the most part, right. We have 52 schools within the Diocese of Columbus. Um, 10 of the 11 high schools are diocesan owned and operated. We have uh, 41 parochial elementary schools that are owned and operated by their parishes. Yeah. And then, so there, at various times, these congregations or offices will put out a document on some sort of, um, you know, um, important issue or, you know, um, kind of issue that maybe has arisen. And Obviously, the Congregation of Catholic Education does this pretty regularly, where they'll put out some instruction or something like this. And this is kind of the newest version. It came out in March, March 29th of 2002. Um, and it, it really, as, as you said in the title, it kind of focuses on um, ident Catholic identity, which is a, you know, that's an important word, a phrase that we hear repeated over and over and over in the talk about our Catholic schools is, you know, what is Catholic identity? So they, they kind of help to clarify and define what that means. And then also this um, phrase, a culture of dialogue, which is a very Pope Francis-esque, you know, phrase that, that really, you know, within our Catholic schools, there is a dialogue between the tradition, um, our Catholic faith, and between the students who are um, trying to really verify that truth in their own life um, as they as they go through the the learning process with their teachers and with the staff and with their parents and really with the whole whole community um, and and as you said I I you know in in my rereads of this document I don't see anything hugely new there is some I think some particular Pope Francis-esque phraseology that he will throw in um, you know, just just to let you know that this wasn't a document from Pope Benedict or from Pope John Paul II, even though it's consistent with them. And it does quote both of them extensively throughout. Exactly, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and, and you know, I, I think in these documents, on, on the one hand, it's not as if, obviously, it's not as if it's from the Pope himself, like an encyclical, which has a, a, a greater weight in magisterial teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is nonetheless kind of binding, you know, that, that really our Catholic schools should be formed in this spirit. Yep. Very much so. It sets that benchmark and it says this is what the church believes these schools should do. This is the instruction to schools on how to be a Catholic school and how to meet the expectations of the greater church. And, and I would ask you, Adam, how, you know, you know, because, you know, Vat the Vatican puts out documents periodically. Um, 
But, you know, in my knowledge of you, you take them seriously. But how do you and your staff and maybe also the principals kind of receive these documents? I think they we receive them and we distribute them and we, we hand them along to our schools. But they take great reflection and they take time. So we will put them out and we'll summarize what the key points are. And we'll have discussions and we'll have dialogues on them. Um, this year we studied... Uh, in depth, uh, Archbishop Michael Miller, when he was the director of the Congregation for Catholic Education, gave a talk on the five marks of a Catholic school, basically the five indicators of authentic Catholic education. And we dove deeply into that this year through our PD days, through our, our dialogues with the principals. We will do the same with this as we gear up for the new school year. The unfortunate timing of this, it came right at the end of the school year amidst so many other activities and things going on. But uh, the fall will give us a chance to dive deeply into this. But as you said, it, it's affirming more than changing. And it affirms a lot of what's happening in our schools, a lot of the good things that are going on, and helps us to further sharpen and define the reasons for what we do as Catholic schools. Yeah, and you know, I'm mindful of the um, document that came out after the Synod on the Youth. And I, it, it escapes me. The Christus Vivit. Yeah. Yep. And how, I mean, how well that was received by our schools. And, and, you know, there were many study groups. And similarly, I would imagine it's probably the same kind of process that you'll use for this document as well. More or less, yes. Christus Vivit was, um, was powerful. And it came out 2019, I believe, and, um, and spoke to the students. It was aimed at the youth in our church, which, and, and you're right, it was embraced in our high schools, it was embraced by our teachers and by our students. There were Christa, Christus uh, Vivid discussion groups, and um, I remember photos of students putting uh, You Are the Now of God, the title of one of the mm -hmm. chapters, on the board in their classrooms because it was such a powerful statement. Mm -hmm. And then, unfortunately, a lot of that got sidetracked with uh, the pandemic and all of the, the COVID issues. But, um, but yes, we would want to do something similar to that. I think this instruction, though, is aimed at, it's aimed at uh, the teachers, it's aimed at the principals, it's aimed at administrators in our Catholic schools rather than at the students. Although it does talk about the role that students play in Catholic education, and it does talk about the role that families play, but it's really aimed more at leadership and and staff. And then, you know, the structure of the document, there's three chapters. So there's an introduction, um, which, you know, kind of just, you know, gives kind of the general gist and, and how schools are involved yeah. in the church's mission. There's a good outline in there, paragraph six of what's going to be in this document. But you're right, it just sort of sets the stage. And then chapter one is the Catholic schools and the mission of the church, which really reaffirms, you know, a lot of what what we say and what Pope Francis and Pope Benedict and Pope John Paul II and Pope Paul VI have talked about the purpose of the church, you know, kind of the mission of the church and how the schools um, play that role. And that's really where we're going to kind of focus, I think, and, and really hash out a lot of the beautiful themes. And then chapter two is really important, too, because it does begin to... Um, kind of define or elaborate on the Catholic identity. But what I was really struck by is it goes kind of person aspect by aspect by aspect mm -hmm. to remind us, which is, you know, something we talk about with every, you know, all of the baptized or 
all members of the church, and, and in this context, all people related to the school have a role in upholding the Catholic identity, which I, I was very kind of struck by. Um, and then the third chapter, um, kind of, to me, um, and we probably won't talk much, if any, on it, it's, it was a lot more um, almost kind of canonical aspects and, um, you know, the, the role of, of teachers and the role of administrators and the role of bishops and things like that. So it may not be the, the most exciting, you know. We don't be. want our viewers to fall asleep while they're at the wheel. So <laughs> we will probably skip chapter three. So, but anyway, that's the overview. And I think um, in our next segment, we'll begin to hit these themes. So if, you, if you're tuning in, if you've been listening, this is Conversations on Discipleship, and I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me has been Dr. Adam Default, the superintendent of Catholic schools. And until next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.